CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 61. Today we're talking, we have a guest on our episode today. It's been a while since we've had a guest too. When was the last time you got a guest? <laughs> I don't um, know, probably a good 10 or 15 episodes ago. Yeah, okay, it was a so while. it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so no pressure on you today. No. Tomo- never, Coach Tomas is here. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm really happy to be here. We are super happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank In you a very having. long way to come. Uh, could have been longer, I guess, but yeah, I made it a bit shortest way which was <laughs> still very very long so all the way from chile coach tomas yeah. um tomas is going to be on the floor coaching requests in the next couple weeks here a new addition to our staff mm-hmm. we're excited to have him along um and we thought today we would just get a chance to get to know you and let our membership get to know you so yeah all right that's good all the way from chile awesome. where is chile even South America, my girl. Is yeah. it on like right next I knew that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was in South America. <laughs> Some people might not know. But is it in like the southern part of South America? So it covers essentially it all this? South America. Yeah, maybe just a little map. <laughs> a little geography lesson. <laughs> he comes from here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you look at the map, it literally covers the East Western side of South America. I'm just gonna pull up a map. Yeah, <laughs> for you guys. And it's like a really thin, long country. So, yeah. Have you traveled across Chile? Have you seen it all? Uh, no, I'm missing the northern part of Chile. How long have you lived there? Like forever? Forever. Cool. Yeah. Except the times that I haven't, that I lived in UK and Ottawa. Yeah. Whitney's just showing me a map right now. Yeah. And so, your, your mind is like blown. That's cool. In, in the middle is pretty much where I live, okay. in the middle of Chile. What is it like there? It's uh, pretty much the same as here. It's, uh, people you can't to... say that. I mean, here <laughs> like in Canada, I minus forty degree weather. Uh, so yeah, minus the weather. Um, I'm pretty sure that we have pretty similar summers. It's dry heat up to 36, 38, maybe forty sometimes, like in rare occasions. But winters are nothing like the ones you experience here. What's the coldest it gets there? Negative five. <laughs> With rain. Have you ever, I was going to say, have you ever seen snow in Chile? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good because not many people know that. We might not get snow in the city, but if you go half an hour out in the mountain, you get snow, right? So, and it's really funny because you can go from like snowboarding at 8 a.m. and then go to see the sunset and surfing at 6 p.m. All in one day. Unreal. That is really cool. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Good. Vacation. Hey, guys, if you want to go there. Mind is blown. (laughs) I'm going to not go in like chronological order because I think the first question is, is how did you end up here? Aside from we hired you kind of thing. Like, how did you find our Yeah, how did you find us? Well, after I got back from Ottawa and all this pandemic, uh, essentially settled down a little bit, uh, I knew that I wanted to come back to Canada, right? My, my vision was always one uh, trying to get the best experience and the best uh, development I can get, which I know, well, this might sound cheaty, but I won't get it back in Chile because CrossFit is not as developed and established as it is here. 
And I knew I didn't want to go to the States because I don't like the States. <laughs> Sorry, but it is what it is, right? And while looking for job opportunities, I, I found CrossFit Function. I don't know how long you had that post up, but I saw it. Did you find us on Facebook or where did you find us? I can't remember. Or just online? Online, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to say online. I had it up a few places. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I found you guys. I checked your website, your um, social media. Which is essentially what they you creeped us. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's what you gotta do, right? Essentially, okay, we creeped you too. Yeah, uh, there's nothing much to no. creep. Right? There are like two posts there, and they're all like 2015. Um, but essentially, I was just making sure that I could see myself at this place because I, I think I told you guys I don't see myself in like a competitive CrossFit gym. I see myself in a fitness development facility that will encourage people to get better, but not to compete just for daily living activities. Yep. So that's, that's what I was looking for. And that's what I saw from, from the social media posts. Awesome. Yeah. That makes me pumped. Yeah. What kind of things stood out to you on our social media that was like, yeah, this could be the right fit? Stood out that it's quite similar to what I did before in Ottawa, right? Um, I don't know if this is the standard, but most of the clients seem to be female, right? And me throughout all my life, I, always gotten along better with female, even through high school and uh, university. So even though it seemed like, I don't want to say easy, but a little bit more, made me a little more comfortable. Cool. I know that this is testosterone kind of loaded environment and like all male gyms, it's, not, it's like not for me, like not really. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's I always thought that was weird. You know, it's been that way forever since day yeah. one when we started our demographic has been 80% women. And I'd say within the last year, um, probably since we opened up post lockdown and our sort of like messaging changed and things like that, then we had an influx of the male population, yeah, but yeah. it's still predominantly female, which I have always thought was cool. You have know? you noticed if the male population is uh, related to the female population? Like no. how they brought their friends, no. what they point from now? Yeah, just unrelated. Oh, yeah. Not okay. friends or anything, just. And I mean, it is a small community, so people do know each other yeah. and they talk and, and that. So they may have joined because of someone else is doing this, but okay. it's, but I think that's in relation to anybody that joins, like it's just such a small yeah. town. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it's always been that way. And I like being female and being a female in a gym environment, like just to see the type of change in, in like just their belief in themselves. Like I love that part about it. So it's yeah. really cool that it's, you know. I'm, I'm actually really, happy there are females that are taking the chance to join a gym yep. that they see themselves in, right? Yep. If they see more females doing it, like I'm guessing, I don't know, this is my guess, but a female going into a male-dominated gym might be super, super, I don't know what I'm saying, uncomfortable, but like different, maybe. It could and be like a job. discouraging. Maybe, yes. Right? Well, I mean, you just don't have that relatable person in front exactly. of you. And that too, and like you look at conventional style gyms, they have a women's only area in the gym exactly. specifically for that reason. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> And I think too, like the diverse population we have here in terms of ages, professions, just yep. like strengths and weaknesses in gym movements. And I think that just makes us attractive to everyone. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, something that's really cool about our community. Yeah. I always, I always enjoyed that from CrossFit, right? Mm -hmm. Is it that anybody can do it and it's accessible. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. So then what got you into CrossFit in the first place? Well, I never wanted to go to a traditional gym, the Gold's Gym or Anytime Fitness. Mm -hmm. I find it boring. Mm -hmm. So when I was in Chile, my dad got me like a pull-off bar 
like really sketchy hoodie. <laughs> yeah, the one that hang over the door one. Or? Not even. It was like it was sturdy. I couldn't do keeping because it was. I don't know if you guys have used like weights and like the cheapest Walmart bars. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah, put okay. that on top of two <laughs> oh, things and like okay, okay we, we can make this work. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, what can I do with this? So I started researching and CrossFit pops up and I'm like, okay, these guys are doing crazy stuff. It looks really fun too. So I started practicing pull-ups and toaster bars and squats and push-ups. And then I said like, okay, maybe there's something around here in my town that offers that. And in my town, again, because CrossFit requires you to pay affiliate fee, in my town, they don't call themselves okay. CrossFit yeah. something. Okay. It's just like yeah. something training, yeah. box training, right? Or fitness training. So I went there and, and I remember my first class was like wobbles and running. Oh <laughs> like, and 100% my knees weren't prepared for that <laughs> so bad that the next day I had to go get like an image done because I thought I like, okay, maybe I did something really, really bad. But it's just because my, my joints weren't ready for that kind of volume. And well, the coach didn't tell me that. So, but the fact that I wanted to get fit for life comes from a deeper view that is, okay, I'm just going to say it. I, I don't want to be, I see my dad really fragile and unable to do things that he used to do. And I've seen his uh, deterioration through time. And I want to, I know it's, unprevent, uh, it's unavoidable, but I want to prevent or trying to push it as far back into my life possible. Which is actually a really relevant thing that a lot of the clients or potential clients will say to me is their why when I'm speaking to them mm -hmm. and then they'll intros and stuff. So yeah, it's, 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 I have one very similar. I'm sure that her why is very similar. That, so that's cool that, you know, we all have that underlying. It's always scary to say it. I mean, not scary, but it like, it puts you out there in such a way that because it's so deep yep. inside you, the why that it's like, I don't want to say saying it sounds bad, but it's, is the reality of why you do it exactly yeah and when you have something deeper like that it just like it's so much easier to continue doing it you know yeah. you don't get distracted very often or pulled in different directions and if you do it's very easy to veer exactly. back on course yeah we've spoken a lot about deeper whys so yeah that's good um were you athletic as a child define athletic right did you play like sports and stuff like active were you an active as oh a child? Yeah, yeah yeah for sure i did soccer basketball, volleyball, I did some skating, like skateboard, mm -hmm. I played some rugby, I got a rugby injury, so if you ever see me on the floor with a shoulder that is not as high up as the other one, don't <laughs> tell me like push it up because I'm trying, okay, it's just a rugby injury, um, but yeah, I essentially did all the sports I could do in my cool. hometown, yeah, cool. and then I went to uni, I didn't do anything because I was studying, <laughs> and then I was like, I need to get back in shape, but yeah. What did you take in university? Oh, I graduated and I don't know, it's super different to here. In, in Chile, they offer like the five-year career, right? So okay. you want to be an engineer? Okay, you have five-year career of just engineering. Okay. You want to be a doctor? Okay, six years of doctor. I think here you have like bachelor or major, yeah, I don't yeah. know how it works. Yeah. So I knew I didn't want to be in a five to, um, nine to five job sitting on a desk. So it's like, what is the next best option that I could get that is still get me that type of knowledge and it was tourism and hotel management mm -hmm. because you still get finances, accountability, human resources, uh, project development, all that and also you get marketing and you get to interact with people and you're almost, you are a service provider, mm -hmm. right? When I connected that with CrossFit, it's like, damn, we're both service providers. Mm -hmm. We provide some kind of service for the people. 
And if I can use what I got here with my knowledge of CrossFit, I can literally potentiate myself to provide the best service I can. Do you have like a specific example of what you've taken from university and how you've applied it to your coaching? Oh, I tried. I tried for sure. When I was back in Chile in this last couple of months, I think I, guys, I told you guys that I was coaching just for me not to lose my coaching ability. Mm -hmm. uh, I tried a lot with the box owner to say like, hey, maybe you want to try this, maybe you want to try that. That is things that are coming from that background of uh, business administration mm -hmm. that I can apply to a small local box. But it was never implemented. It was really talking to a wall, which is fine. It's the way he's yeah. been doing business for yeah. six years now. So. Yeah, but it was. it's nice that you have that growth-minded. Um, I, I, I told him, like, yeah. I know that this is one of the, if not the best local box around, I really wish him to the best. Yeah. It's like a little jewel in the countryside. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you coached in Ottawa. Just before the pandemic, right? Yeah. And back to Germany. No, even at, even at the beginning of the, the pandemic a little bit, yes. In because we had to do classes outside, wear masks, clean everything, mm -hmm. 45 minute classes, so we can have time to disinfect before and after. What, did you notice any difference from like coaching in Chile versus like coaching in Canada? Like, were there any differences? Yeah, there are differences. I guess people in Chile, I think it has a bad rep in Chile because when it got to to Chile mm -hmm. it was related to competition mm -hmm. I think that's why it got so big in South America because of the competition not because what is behind that that is fitness and health yeah. right so trying to make the athletes understand that it's not about competing and it's about developing yourself it's a little harder when you get back uh, when I got to Ottawa I said like oh these people already know you're not competing this is not a competitive gym we're gonna work here to make yourself and prepare yourself for your future. It's a little bit easier, especially Wait. for me because yeah. we can literally align our visions. Like, okay, yeah. that's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what is your favorite thing about coaching? <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> yeah, it is. I thought about this one last night. I was like, I don't even know if I have an answer for that. I could name like twenty-five things. I couldn't name one. That's the thing. It's like okay, like top three about coaching. I feel like it's. The fact that people trust you and you build that trust and people place something so valuable for them in your hands, that means a lot. Because like, you wouldn't go to anyone to coach you. You want to go to somebody that you can trust. Once you trust them and you develop that connection, it's like, it means a lot. Oh, I literally feel like I'm listening to myself in male form right now. <laughs> I was just gonna say like, I hope our listeners are like so excited to have you here because this was what our interview was like like just feeling so excited that our visions aligned how we approach coaching aligns and just like how we want to help people aligns like this yeah. is really like why we were super excited to bring you here yeah me, me too and when, when we had that first zoom uh, interview besides you evaluating me i was evaluating you right like am i gonna see myself there and I'm going am I going to be able to develop myself there am I am I going to be stressed because our visions don't align and we're going to be conflicted on the floor right so now that I that's out of the way it's a little bit easier mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I'm just excited all over again like I was excited back in our first zoom and as this one and then it was like the waiting time of like okay is this like gonna happen and then now you're here so it's just yeah. Nice to be excited all over again. What are you What are you hoping to learn? Uh, first and foremost, I want to learn about the members, right? That did my my. This might sound a little bit arrogant, but I trust my coaching skills so much that that's on the 
background. I want to learn about the people, learn about you guys, learn about this place, right? I know that I can count with that coaching background, but the only thing that I'm missing is the, the connection, yeah. right? That's the, the thing that I want to learn the most. And now on the professional side, uh, well, keep developing myself as a coach, right? That's, that's what we ought to do to keep improving. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any goals? In, in what sense? That is a wide open question. I do. I do. I would love to essentially stay here in Canada, right? I mean, if you see, if you see my pattern of movements between the age of 18 and 29, it's been like I'm always leaving Chile. I want to leave Chile. I want to leave Chile. So it's like, I can see a build a pattern there. So uh, I would love to stay here. That would be my number one goal. Professionally, get more knowledge, maybe do some couple of uh, online courses because COVID, mm-hmm. otherwise it would be yeah. in person, which I love yeah. most. And um, yeah, simply, they, this might sound really cliche, but be happy and enjoy life. <laughs> no. Because yeah. if you're not doing that, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. People were asking, like, did you come here alone? You brought your girlfriend yeah. and some dogs. So yeah. they were super excited to hear about that. Uh, was I was excited she, about the dog. Yeah, <laughs> you're excited about the dogs. Was she excited to move to Saskatchewan? She was. Um, I think the first time I told her, like, hey, I have this amazing opportunity in New York and Saskatchewan. She was like, where? where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, here. Yeah. Like, an hour from Manitoba. Uh, so... So she, she looked at the, at the town, I guess, and you can see on, on Google Maps, and it's like, oh, this is like small countryside town. So it's like, sure, let's do it. So I guess she was excited about the opportunity of on what the future can bring. And, and she went with her feelings, and I'm so glad she did. Like, I mean, can you actually ask your partner to drive with a trailer on the back for who knows how many miles, like 2,000 plus miles, right? Yeah. It's a long drive. It was. It was pretty fun. Only Ontario was really boring. Like, who knew? Like, I only knew that Ottawa is on the opposite end of Ontario. Yeah. And we need to go to the other end. So it's like, how did this happen? I thought it was literally in the middle. Like, somebody <laughs> yeah, totally no. changed the map. Yeah. No. I remember when I was driving from Ontario one time, Taryn said to me, she's like, did you know you can drive from New York to L.A.? faster than you can drive from Ontario to Saskatchewan. Yep. Actually? Yes, you can. That you can Google fast. That is for real. Yeah. New York to LA is farther than it was from... No, faster. Like you could get there. I mean, shorter than it was from Ontario. And I'm really happy. I mean, she did most of the driving because one, I'm first time driving with a trailer. I'm not used to that. Mm-hmm. Two, driving in Canadian and highways is not something that I'm used to. That Chile is completely different. If you want to experience like an interesting kind of highway driving, go to Chile. And then I just did like night driving because everybody's sleeping. Only a couple of. Oh, that would be scarier than day driving. Trucks, but, yeah. What side of the road do you drive on in Chile? The same side. Here? Yes, okay. on the right side. Yes. Okay. I think uh, the only countries that they do the left side is the UK, New Zealand, and Japan, Australia, maybe? Australia. Australia, I think so, yeah. I, I turned Japan. I turned right when I meant to turn. Oh. I, fr- I turned right into the wrong lane. I think that's what it was. Oh, what? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was, I, uh, I would not want to do that. I, yeah. No. 
maybe it was left and I turned into the, yeah, that's what it was. I was turning left and I turned left into the right hand lane. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> On my last day there too. So you would have thought you I would have learned it like that three long. Weeks you know what it happened? For me, it wasn't driving, but it was always crossing the street. When you cross the street and here you have to look left. Oh yeah. Over there, yeah. They, they come at you from the right. So they're like, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> I never would have thought of that either. Oh, that's funny. Cool. Anything else that you want to tell us about yourself or that our members should know uh, about you? I'm just really glad to be here. Uh, I can't wait to actually start. I'm really happy to be here for the beat down. I think it would be, it will be a great opportunity for me to see how everything runs around here and mm -hmm. to essentially see the, the CrossFit scene. Community. Mm -hmm. and, and then this I mean, it's, it's actually interesting that you said like not wanting to be a part of a competitive gym and things like that. Like even our competition is built with that mentality in mind like the way that i program the way that we run everything it's meant to be all inclusive yeah. so that no matter what level or what ability like everyone can participate and you know you're not standing at a bar thinking oh, i can't do this like so even in the most competitive thing that we do it's still meant in an all-inclusive matter exactly i mean so. it, it would be especially for the new yeah right i remember my first company was trash i hated it <laughs> that literally that was the competition that told me you have uh you don't have a single competitive hair on your body like absolutely <laughs> this is not for me no but so if we can provide them an opportunity that they will love and enjoy awesome yeah you can sign up again next yeah year exactly like yeah, yeah like we have a member who's been doing this for five months and she's competing That's so it's like sick. that That's i think awesome. speaks volumes to how like inviting this just opportunity is yeah. be a part of it yeah yeah have fun yeah exactly yeah. cool That's it. awesome all right yeah. well you can watch next week or the week after for tomas to be on the floor taking over your classes if you see him around in passing, make sure that you come up and introduce yourself if he doesn't get there first. You know, like he said, he wants to get to know everybody. So we're so pumped to have you as part of our, our staff, our community, all in all above. So welcome. Thank you. Thank yes, you very much. Awesome. Episode 61, as always, make sure you follow our socials. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, our listener question this week. Let's just direct them all at Tomas. So if you have questions, send them our way. Yeah. We will pass them on to Tomas and he can answer them for you. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody.